This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, Shalom Aleichem, everyone. We're continuing in Da'af HaShavu. We're learning Parak Hamadir, Masech Teksubay, Staf Ayin Vav Omen Beis. The Gemara on the bottom of Ayin Vav Omen Aleph brought the following statement of Rabbi Huda in the name of Shmuel. One who exchanged a para with a chamar. So Ruvain has a chamar. And Shimon has a donkey. And they're exchanging it. Ruvain is exchanging his chamar for Shimon's donkey. Ruvain pulls the cow. And when Shimon comes to take Ruvain's donkey, the donkey's dead. And we don't know when the donkey died. Did the donkey die before Ruvain pulled the cow? And in that case, Ruvain gets to keep Shimon's cow. Or did the donkey die after Ruvain pulled the cow? And then Shimon gets his cow back. Shimon is the Marikama on the cow. And the Gemara says, Who has to bring a proof? Shimon, the owner of the donkey, has to prove that the donkey was... Um, sorry, Ruvain has to prove, the owner of the donkey has to prove that the donkey was alive at the time of his Kenyan on the cow, but otherwise he cannot keep the cow. Ruvain wants to keep Shimon's cow. But we say, Ruvain, you need to prove that your donkey was alive at the time that you pulled the cow. Because if the donkey was dead, then all bets are off. Now let's think about that for a moment. Ruvain is trying to be able to keep Shimon's cow. Ruvain is the owner of the donkey. He wants to make a Kenyan on Shimon's cow. Shimon is the Marikama, the original owner of the cow. Now, what does Chazaka say in this case? Chazaka says, the donkey was born alive. Cheskas Haguf should say that it died in the last possible time, and Ruvain should be able to keep Shimon's uh, cow. And yet we don't say that. We say that the Cheskas uh, Marikama says Reuven cannot keep Shimon's cow. Shimon was the original owner of the cow. And we have to assume the donkey died before the transaction. And the Gemara says, the Tana of our Mishnah supports this teaching of Shmuel that basically Cheskas Haguf does not allow you to take away from a Marikama. The Cheskas Haguf says that the donkey uh, died in the last possible time. It does not allow you to take the cow away from the original owner. Ha- the Tana, the Mishnah supports this. Where? The Tana Tunakala, the teaching by a Kala who has a mum, supports this. Hi Kala, what teaching of a Kala? Ilema Kala Bevesaviha. If we're talking about the first ruling of the Mishnah, namely, now this is going according to Rabbi Eliezer, who holds Tavra Mishashanazu Loishanazu. And if mumen are found in the girl, in the in the father's house, the father has to prove that the mumen developed uh, later. And not only that, even if they were found in the husband's house after Nesuin, the father has to prove they were not there the whole time. Even though Cheskas Haguf, think about it, Cheskas Haguf says they happen later. Nevertheless, the father has to prove that it happened later. Cheskas Haguf is not strong enough to be moitzi mamain from the husband. 
So that's sort of like the din of Hamachla Parabachamar, where Cheskas Haguf is not enough to take the cow away from Shimon. It's Shimon's cow. It's not enough to take it away from Shimon. Just like a Cheskas Haguf is not enough to take the money away from the husband, so too Cheskas Haguf is not enough to take away the cow from Ruvain. So it says the Gemara, Mi Dami. Is it similar? Is it similar? There, the father has to bring a proof and take the money away from the husband. So that's why the father has to bring a raya, because he has to be able to extract money from someone who's in possession of the money. He has to extract money from the husband. The, hus- the husband is the muqsik on the money. But Mashenkin, when you exchange a cow for a donkey, the chazaka, that probably the donkey was died later, the chazaka is allowing you to keep what's already in your possession, namely the cow is in your possession. So you can't say the Mishnah proves cheskas haguf can't be mitzi mamoin from a muksuk. So therefore, it should not allow you to keep what's already in your possession. That doesn't su- support that din. From the Mishnah, you just see Chesos Aguf cannot allow you to take money out of the husband's possession. But where do you see that it doesn't allow you to keep what's already in your possession? Here, the owner of the donkey, Ruvain, is going to bring a proof, um, Umukim, and he's going to keep the cow in his Rishos. He needs to uphold it in his rishos. So therefore, just because in the Mishnah, Cheskas Haguf cannot be moitzi from the Baal, because in the Mishnah, the, the father has to bring a proof, but why can't Cheskas Haguf keep the, keep the uh, cow in the rishos of Ruvain? So therefore the Gemara says, Amar Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba says, Kala we're going to bring a proof from the second case of the Mishnah. The second case of the Mishnah, if you remember, goes like Ram and Gamliel. And what does that mean? It goes like Ram Gamliel. The second case of the Mishnah is, according to Rebbe Lezer, which is Tavra, says that the husband has to bring a proof that the women were there to begin with. Not only if the women were found after Nesuin, but even if they were found, the husband has to prove that they were, they were there uh, from the beginning. I, why does he have to, which means, um, the husband has to bring a raya to be able to keep money that's in his rishus. Here he has money in his rishus. The, the money of the ksuba is in his rishus. And he has to bring a proof to that the movement existed to begin with. So if Ram Gamliel holds, the husband has to bring a proof to be able to keep money in his rishos, then Ruvain, the owner of the donkey, he should have to prove that the uh, donkey was was still alive in order to keep the, uh, uh, the cow that was Shemayin's. In other words, we're saying like this, in the Seifa, if the husband has to bring a, a proof that if it's the, if it's, if it falls on the Baal to prove 
the mumin were there to begin with, to be able to keep money that's in his possession. Koshikain, the owner of the donkey, should have to prove that the donkey was alive to be able to keep a cow that doesn't belong to him, that was originally someone else's. If the husband has to be able to bring a proof to keep money that he owned the whole time, certainly Ruvain should have to bring a proof that the donkey was alive to be able to keep a cow that was not his the whole time. So the Gemara says, that's not a raya. Why? Because Hasam Baal Maisi Raya Umar There, the husband's bringing a proof to be able to go against a cheskas haguf. So the reason why the husband has to bring a proof to keep money in his rishus is because he has to weaken the chazaka of the father, which is a cheskas haguf. That's why the husband has to bring a proof. Masha'en Cain, Ruvain, who's the owner of the donkey, the chazaka supports him. Maybe in the Mishnah, the husband has to bring a proof that the women were there before because the chazak is against him. Maybe you only have to bring a proof when the chazak is against you. And the mission of the chazak is against you. The chazak says it happened. The woman developed in the last possible time. That's why the husband has to bring a proof. Who says you have to bring a proof when the chazak supports you? The Ruvain, who's the owner of the donkey, he's bringing a proof. And to support the chazaka that's in his hand. Maybe he doesn't have to bring a proof in this case. Because, um, the cheskas haguf of the donkey says the donkey was alive. So you can't bring a proof from the seifa. In the seifa, the reason the husband has to bring a proof is because it's fighting a cheskas haguf. Masha'in came by machlapar b'chamar. The cheskas haguf is on the side of the owner of the chamar. So the Gemara goes back to say, really, the proof is from the Reisha. Kala Savia. I, we asked, there the father is bringing a proof to take away money. Who says you have to bring a proof to be able to keep something that's in your possession? said, Kala Savia. It's talking about where the, fa- the, the Reisha, where it's going according to Rabbi Yehoshua, and the father has to bring a proof that the mumin came later, even when the mumin were found in after Nesuin. However, I, you're saying the the father's being moitzi mamain? No, we're not talking about the ksuba money. Now we're talking about the father proving the mumin were there later in order to be able to keep money that's already in his rishus. What money is already in his rishus? The money for the kedushin, because the husband gave the woman money, the, the money goes to the father. That money is in the father's rishos. And we still say the father, despite the fact that there's a cheskas haguf, the father ha- saying that the moment came later, the father has to prove it came later just to hold on to money that's already is in his rishos. So too, Ruvain, the owner of the donkey, he has to prove the donkey was still alive. Even though cheskas haguf says it was still alive, he, he has to bring proof that... Um, he has to bring proof that the mumin came so too in the case of Machleth Parabichamar he has to prove that the donkey was still alive 
to be able to keep the cow that's in his rishos. Just like in our Mishnah, in the first Tana, who holds that even if the Mumin were found after the Nesuin, the father has to prove that the Mumin came later to keep the money that's already in his possession, so too the Baal HaChamar has to prove the Chamar was alive to keep the para that's in his possession. Now, don't say, this only fits in according to the opinion who holds that money of Kedushin are not given definitively. Maybe you'll say that the issue here, um, because basically there's a machlekes. Rashi explains, there's a machlekes whether money for Kedushin is it given no matter what? What would be if you give money to one for Kedushin and then the husband dies before the Nesuin? So could the family of the husband say, look, we only gave you the money for Kedushin? Or do we say, no, the money is given uh, no matter what? So, um, the, the, the Gemara says, this is not only according to the Manda Amar that it's given definitively that even meaning this is not only according to the Manda Amar that it's not given definitively that you have to give it back if the Nesuin ever comes to be but even according to the Manda Amar that the money for Kedushin is given definitively so you say if it's given definitively so it's in the Rishus of the Father, no, Hani Mila Kedushevade. That's only if it's definite Kedushin. Aval Kedushe Tas. But in our Mishnah, where the, there's a Shaila about Mumin, and maybe the Kedushin was Batas, it's a Kedushin that maybe should not be Chal. So then we say it is incumbent on the Father to bring a Raya. Meaning, maybe you'll say that may. It only makes sense the father has to bring a raya that the woman came later if money for Kedushin is given, um, is the money for Kedushin is not given definitively. So then we have to say, well, it's not given definitively. The father has to prove it's a good Kedushin. No, even the Kortimandamra Kesa for Kedushin is given definitively. The father has to bring a raya that the woman came later because everyone would agree that if there's a Shaila about a Taos in the Kedushin, then the Kedushin money goes back. in. If he brings a proof, yes. Otherwise, not. Now, the Gemara now questions this. Why? So let, let's get this straight. We're bringing a proof according to Rabbi Lazar that the ratio of the Mishnah is going like Rabbi Shua. And it is incumbent on the father to prove the mumin came later, even in a situation where it, the mumin developed, where the mumin were found, excuse me, the mumin were found, the vase habal, after the nesuin. That means, despite the fact that Chazaka says the mumin came later, it is incumbent on the father to prove that the movement came later, just to be able to hold on to the Kedushin money that was already given to him. 
So too, if we exchange a, a cow for a donkey, and I'm the owner of the donkey, you're the owner of the cow, and I pull the cow, I should have to prove that the donkey was alive, despite the fact that Chazaka says the donkey was alive, to be able to hold on to this cow that's in uh, my rishas. So the Gemara challenges so think it's, a, it's a no-starter? Because the fact that it's a no-starter, it's stronger than there being the Chazaka? The, the fact that it's a no starter, well, because it's Kedushe Tos, because, uh. Is that, is that, that seems to me that it's stronger than Hazakah. Just like by the animal, it's a no starter because the animal was dead on arrival. I mean, it could have been dead on right, arrival. It seems like, since there's a question whether the transaction was ever made, so we say it's incumbent on the Baal HaChamar to prove the Chamar was alive, even though Chazaka says it was alive, but it made because we're not sure whether a Kenyan was ever made therefore the burden of proof is on the Baal HaChamar even to hold on to something that's already in his Roshos and that's learned out from the Mishnah that the father has to prove that the Kedushin was valid and there was no Mum from before in order to hold on even to the cast of Kedushin so the Gemara has a question on this. May say, we're talking about an animal that might be a trefa because a needle was found in the walls of one of the stomachs of the animal. If it pierced both, um, the, if it pierced the wall completely, it's a trefa. If it only pierced one side, it's not a trefa. So machat shenimtes A needle is found in the walls of the besakoisis, which is the second stomach. It's shaped like a cup. It's called a reticulum. So, mitzadah If you could see the needle on one side, then the animal is not a trefa. It's kasha mishnei. It's done if you could see it on two sides. Trefa, the animal is a trefa. Nimsa aleha kairet dam. If you see a little kernel, um, granule, literally a granule, like a kairet of salt, if you see a little piece of blood, on the needle, then you know Then you know it was there before shechita. You know it was, and it's a trefa. But if you don't see blood on it, you know that it came after shechita, and you're allowed to eat the animal. Huglad piyamaka. If there's a scab on the opening of the maka. You know that the mum developed three days before Shechita. And if, let's say, the one who's shechting it bought it um, within three days of Shechita, so then, in other words, if he bought it within three days of Shechita, so he was duped because the mum was there the whole time, so then uh, it's a Mekartas. If there's no wound, if, if, if um, there is no scab on the wound, then we say, the one who's trying to extract from his friend, he has the burden of proof. So in other words, this uh, butcher, he bought the animal from a seller, and if we don't know, so he gave money for it, and he wants his money back. So the halach is, if we don't know when the mum developed, he has to prove the mum was there from the beginning. However, if he gave the money, 
says the Gemara, you have tablet money if the butcher paid for, gave the money. He would have to bring a proof and extract the money. So he gave the money. The money is in the possession of the seller. And the butcher has to bring a proof. That means, even though Cheska Saguf says it happened later, we say, he has to bring, Cheska Saguf says it happened later, he has to bring a proof to take the money away from the butcher, the butcher, uh, from the seller. The seller gets to keep the money. Va'amai, according to Shmuel, the buyer has to bring proof, but maybe it was never valid to begin with. Shouldn't, doesn't Shmuel hold that even someone in possession of money, if there's a question whether the sale was good to begin with, they have to bring a proof that it was a valid sale, even just to keep what's already in their possession. The, the owner of the animal should have to bring a proof just to keep it in his rishus. So in other words, if we're talking, presumably the seller, um, presumably the seller has the money, and we say the buyer ha- the the buyer gave the money, and why would the buyer have to bring up a, a proof to take away the money? The seller should have to bring a proof. The the owner of the animal, the seller, should have to bring a proof to keep it, according to what we just learned. Because basically, um, we're saying that wherever the mum developed, it's upon them to prove that it was not there to begin with. Just like in the Mishnah, we say we're going according to Rabbi Hoshua, and we're saying that if the mum developed in the in the in someone else's rishos, then the it is responsibility of the father to bring a proof that it was it was, it came later in order even to keep some money that's already in his possession. Says Gemara, we're talking about where the butcher did not give the money, so it's in his rishus, and the seller wants the money. So since the seller wants the money. So the halacha is the um, since the seller wants the money, he has to bring the proof. Why? Because he's the mighty in this case. So basically, the one who's shechting the animal is allowed to keep the money until uh, until it's until we have a raya that it was it was, it did not have a mum before. And so the Gemara says, why are you assuming that the seller, why are you assuming the butcher didn't pay for it? My Pascha, why are you assuming the butcher didn't pay for it? Says Gemara, when Rami Bari Cheskel came, he said, do not pay attention to those rules, that Yehuda, my brother, uh, established, Mishmei the name of Shmuel. So when Rami Bar came 
to Babel from Eretz Yisrael, he said, basically, don't, uh, don't pay attention to my brother, Rabbi Huda. He's not reliable. Hachi Amar I'm going to tell you what Shmuel says. Kol Shanoilat Safek Bershusai, Alav Haraya. Whoever, whoever's possession, the uncertainty arose in, he has to bring a, a proof that it didn't happen in his Rishus. Just the opposite. So, basically, Shmuel holds that in the case of Machlev Parabachamar, it's not the responsibility of the owner of the donkey to prove the donkey was alive. Just the opposite. The, the donkey is dead in the Rishus of the owner of the cow. So the owner of the cow, he's the one who has to prove it. I mean, the question is, where is the, the Suffolk Noilad? We, in the case of Machla Parbechamar, the Suffolk is Noilad in the Rishus of the Balha Parah. So the Balha Parah has to prove that the donkey died before Ruvain pulled the Parah. The donkey, but do we go by where the donkey actually or where this whole doubt arose when, when did we have a Shaila? What, what happened to the donkey? When the donkey was in the Rishus of the... Ruvain already cow. pulled the cow. Now there's a question, did Shimon... Who, who does, the question is, when did the donkey die? It's not in Ruvain's Rishus, it's sort of in Shimon's Rishus. So it's it's like Rashi says it's like the suffix was noilad in Shimon's rishus. So the the burden of proof is on Shimon, and where do we see that? We see that from the Mishnah, the Tana Tunakala, the Tana of the Mishnah supports this. How so? Now uh, Rashi explains we're going according to Rava that both Shitais uh, hold go like Ram Gamliel and. Rava is of the opinion, Kanim Tsu, Kanhoyu. Yeah? Rava Shita was, Kanim Tsu, Kanhoyu. Wherever the suffix arises, he, that's the one who has to bring a proof. So in the Reisha, where the suffix arose in the Father's Rishos, he has to bring a proof. In the Sefer, where the suffix arose in the Husband's Rishos, he has to bring a proof. So, and we're saying, that the, that Mishnah supports a different view in Hamach Lepar Bechamar, namely, that it's on Shimon to prove that the Chamar died earlier. So the Gemara asks a question, Meisvei, will ask, Machat Shinimsis Bavi Beisakosis, if you have a needle that's found in the thickness of the reticulum, and what's the halacha? So we say, if there's a scab, so then... If it's Huglad Piyamaka, then it um, it happened three days ago. If it's Loi Huglad Piyamaka, I so now what's the case? Presumably, if the butcher didn't give the money and the butcher is holding on to the money, and the suffix arose now. What's the halach for the butcher didn't give the money? The owner of the animal, he has to bring uh, a raya and be able to hold on to the money 
I'm sorry, he has to be able to bring a raya to be able to extract the money from the butcher. Why do we say that? Why do we say that the owner of the animal has to bring a proof? The butcher didn't give the money. The butcher is holding on to the money. Why does the Bala Behim have to bring a raya? But the suffix arose in the domain, in the possession of the butcher. So the butcher should have to bring a raya. Again, presumably the Gemara is assuming the cases where the butcher, where the owner of the animal did not um, get money yet. Right? The owner of the animal is selling it to the butcher. We're assuming the, the butcher did not give the money yet. And we're saying the owner of the animal, the butcher is buying it. And the owner of the animal has to prove that the animal did not have a mum when he gave it to the butcher. But at the end of the day, why does the owner of the animal have to bring a proof? The butcher should have to bring a proof because it arose in his rishus. So, so the Gemara says, Diyav Tabach Dami. We're talking about where the butcher gave the money. And now the butcher wants the money back. And the halacha is, he has to prove that the, the mum was there before in order to uh, get his money back. Says Gemara, Mayit Pasca, why do you assume that the case is where he gave the money? Says Gemara, Stama de Milsa, because in most cases, if the butcher did not give the money, then he would not get the animal. We assume he gave the money. We have right to assume he gave the money because that's the way business works, that nobody's giving him the animal unless he gave the money. A person would not give the behemoth. Okay, Rabbi Sai. Thank you, Michael. Um, this is one of the... Dafa Ayin Vav is a pretty complex Gemara. But these are the words, and uh, we have to review it many times. And Bez Hashem, tomorrow, uh, next week will be regular schedule. Um, you know, in, uh, back in June. In what? Back in June. Yeah. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.